to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcast are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. I'm Brian, Jason, Joe, and Kevin join me once again. And fellas, we do begin with some sad news. Uh, if you're drinking, raise your glass. Iran number one. Sad news. The passing. Akpa! USA. <laughs> The Iron Sheik, the legendary Iron Sheik. He passes away on Wednesday morning at the age of 81. Uh, guys, we can all just share some favorite memories, our thoughts on the Iron Sheik. And Jay, I didn't know, did you ever meet him at any of your conventions? Or maybe he was there, but you didn't stop and see him? Anything like that? Because you'd be enough, most likely to. No, but okay. in college, he appeared at the health fair. <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> I went to a school that doesn't exist anymore, and he had the things. The oh hammers. come on, the Persian yeah. things. But this was well before smartphones and oh my digital God. cameras, and yeah, it was just a real quick chat. But it's all good. Um, That's amazing. I want to go first because I have my favorite Iron Sheik memory that I hope none of you even know about. Because when I tell you what this is, you're going to go search it out. 1984. Madison Square Garden. The Iron Sheik puts Hulk Hogan in the camel clutch and has a huge fucking erection the entire match. <laughs> what? Go look it up. <laughs> now, this no. is the match we're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm not yes. going to. Okay. <laughs> and for people listening, Jason had fingers that looked like he was showing about eight inches. <laughs> yes. At least eight. Girthy, lengthy. Uh, I just think that's the most, the funniest thing ever. Now, serious mode, the A&E documentary they just put out of him earlier this year was amazing. It was so good. And look, Mm. the guy was a legit badass. Legit Mm. badass. And more importantly, without the Iron Sheik, pro wrestling isn't alive today. He's the one that said, okay. I'm, I'm going to turn down Vern Gagne's $100,000 to break Hulk Hogan's leg because Hulk left AWA. A- mm. a- uh, yep. And then Sheik said, I will let Hulk go over to create Hulkamania, which created the WWF, which created the world of wrestling that we are all in today. He will be missed. And uh, I'm really mad that I couldn't find any of my Iron Sheik shirts because I've just <laughs> bought a bunch from Roots of Fight. And uh, go to Roots of Fight and check out all the Iron Sheik merchandise. It's pretty amazing. And for a line of clothing that has Bret Hart, Rey Mysterio, Ric Flair, Andre the Giant, and the Iron Sheik, the guy is an all-timer. 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 Well said. A huge boner on Hulk Hogan's neck. (laughs) Brother. Joe, Joe, you don't need to follow. I mean, you, you don't need to top that, but you have to follow that. Good luck. Uh, well, I'm just going to mention like the obvious choice favorite memory is like just following him on Twitter for the last couple of years. Wow. My God, all caps and just anger, but like <laughs> the most entertaining way played the heel from the last day. I think his last tweet was saying like F the Canadian wildfire. It was, it was <laughs> fuck the wildfires and all it's caps. like, wow. I'm like, that's like, amazing. Uh, I'm, pulling it, that. I'm, pull, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Wait, the last one, the last one that was here. Oh, no, you know what it was all in passing. 
It was all the yeah. It, it's a lot of retweets. Uh, yeah, yeah. So right. a lot of memories but, yeah. probably being. But either way, the wildfires. Either way, either great way. He was a great follow. Um, uh, Madison Square Garden. Like not every detail of it needed to be known. Thank you, Jason. And uh, I mean, him and Nikolai Volkov were like the most hated no. tag team ever. It's still mentioned to this day by like random fans. I love the fact that he won. The gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17 yes. because he couldn't physically get over the ropes. So that was like Bravo Sheik number one. I bet you that was a. I bet you that was uh, work. I bet you that was all work. He's like he could have probably fucking jumped back and forth twenty times on the floor, but he pretended so he would win. Well, Bo- Bobby Heenan had that great line of uh-huh. he's slowly walking to the ring. He goes, "By the time Sheik gets here, it's going to be WrestleMania 38." I know. <laughs> <laughs> which would have been this year or last year in Dallas. It would have been a and year ago. Been, she, she could have just showed up. Yeah. How about you, Kevin? Kev, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I, I love the gimmick battle Royal. Uh, and of course, you know, hall of fame worthy. Uh, when did he go in early two thousands? He went in like, like Hogan, Jimmy so. Hart, Nikolai. Was that the first really? class? The first full well, class? Because Andre was the first person. The, right. the class. Yeah. Like, as in the best overall class. I think he like, went in before Hogan. I think it was that one. I think it was a full class, though. Of like, I'm yeah. looking. I have the I have the re- first WrestleMania poster up on my wall in here, and I feel like it was literally Hulk Hogan, Paul Orndorff, Roddy Piper, like John Studd, um, those type. Greg Valentine. Um, I think it was that group. But you know, if only one of us had a computer that we could look up that first hall of fame class while one of us is trying to stall by talking about a poster on a wall to, to <laughs> you know, deter, to figure out if it was actually that first class and who was in that first class, it would only make sense that someone with the computer could do that while somebody was stalling by looking at a poster on the wall and talking about the hall of fame class to figure out if it was indeed that first oh. hall of fame class. That yeah. Daniel Sheik was it in. wasn't. He was a uh, uh, two, 2005. Hall of Fame class, uh, uh, Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan, Nikolai Volkov, Roddy Piper, Bob Orton, Paul Orndorff, and Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Well, the first class, which was 2004, the full class, was Big John Studd, Don Morocco, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Harley Race, Jesse the Body, Junkyard Dog, Sergeant Slaughter, Superstar Billy Graham, also recently rest in peace. Yep. Tito Santana and Bobby the Brain Heaton. Wow. So all of them wow. were ahead of Hogan. That's Hogan weird. Interesting. Interesting. So that, that was 2004. So those first two classes were almost wiped out the entire WrestleMania one card. Right. right. But and 96 what? was just Andre. Where's yeah. the executioner? Yeah. <laughs> and SD Jones and King first, Kong Bundy and Matt match, Moore. Yeah. And David San Martino. The uh, but, Cam but Man the connection thing, or whatever it was. But, yeah. but the biggest thing is like just, just growing up, he was the bad guy. You know, yeah. the mustache, the shoes, you know, like he just looked bad. Now it's like, you know, then it, then it, it made way to like cartoony bad guys. He just looked like someone who's like, as bad as this sounds, he looked evil the way he talked, evil the way he acted, so villainous. Like it was, it was perfect. And in, in in the you know growing up, you know, I I loved the good guys, and just seeing him, I was just like, ooh. So it was always it was always that 
you know what I mean? Then when I, when I found out, you know, more about the industry and all that fun stuff, I respected him a lot more, but Joe, Joe hit it right on the, the nose though. Social media. Holy crap. I remember the first moment I ever read one of his tweets, my friend Scott Martin messaged me, uh, messaged me and it was actually my first year. I went to, was he the first year or second year? I went to louder than life and he texted me. And I remember because Laura's dad picked us up from the venue and he's like, Dude, you have to to check out Iron Sheik's Twitter. And I think it was just like, fuck Hogan, Bubba. Like, and it was just like very simple. (laughs) Classics. But no, it was, it's that time, man. We're all in our forties. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, 81, that's, that's pretty damn good run uh, for the the life that he lived. And they talked about kind of how he fell into drugs during the A&E documentary, which was fantastic. And to expand (laughs) on what you said, Kev, um yeah wrestling at its core it's good versus evil and that is as a little kid watching it like that's what hooks if you don't have evil how do you know what's good it's the yin and yang it's everything right so mm-hmm. uh, he he hit it on the head it was absolutely incredible and i mean how many times since and i'm sure it was done beforehand but how many times since has the stereotypical the foreign bad guy been done that's the biggest like wrestling, you know, routine over and over and over again, always done. And Sheik did it so good. How about when he returned as Colonel Mustafa? Yeah. I even, even I knew at the time I was like, that's the iron Sheik. I I remember him when he made his debut. There was a macho man was like, that's the iron Sheik. Okay. And a gorilla was like, no, that's, that's Colonel Mustafa. (laughs) And then macho man was like, AKA the RNC. <laughs> uh, Kfa was still kind of alive back in uh, the Gulf War days. I don't know. Um, so the that only sucks, other sucks. things that I mentioned, I wanted to mention, were were since um, the passing came out. Of course, everybody online is giving tributes and everything, and I think they were called like the Public Enemy Podcast. And he just put like, "Man, you know, Sheik popped up everywhere," and. He was on an episode of Jerry Springer, and it was the classic of this girl going like, I found myself a new man. You don't treat me right. He treats me right. And Jerry goes, all right, let's bring him out. And there comes Iron Sheik in his I was, I watched that in my car. I'm eating my Jersey Mike sub, having my lunch in my car with the windows open because it's nice. And I just started going, what? What? And I started crying, <laughs> laughing. She kisses the girl and it's fucking amazing. So, well, Brian, you're right. That. He did show up everywhere, including Madison Square Garden in 1984 on Hulk Hogan's yes, back. Yes, <laughs> Even more so than we Even ever if thought you're about. Watching this or listening to this podcast, you're going to go Google it and you're going to go to YouTube and you're going to look at it. And you're going to see that monstrous Iraqi erection. See, I watched the match earlier today, but I was not watching it as closely as maybe you can't I miss should it. have. Oh, uh, okay. Miss I was, it. I guess I was you won't. Gonna, and if you did watch it, I'm not watching. You will never miss it again. Yeah. The other, <laughs> the other thing um, was the rock had a nice tribute. Uh, he talked for about three or four minutes that came on his Twitter. And I didn't know this. And he shared that, you know, when he first made it to WWE, and if you guys remember, he was working a program where um, Sheik was the manager for the Sultan. Yeah, right. And so so they were working together. And he told Rock, he goes, I've got some advice for you. When you go in that locker room, 
sit down, shut up, don't say a word. He goes, and over time, you will find out in the locker room, like, who's cool and who's a jabroni. And Rock says, so everybody thinks I was the one, you know, you know shut up, you jabroni. He goes, that wasn't me. That was the Iron Sheik. And that's what I did. And I went, no shit. How cool awesome. is that? Even, even you know, behind the scenes, he was making a huge impact. Uh, I think if Young Rock was- comes back for another season, maybe they'll recreate that moment. Because, I mean, the Iron Sheik's yeah. in the show quite a bit. So, um, yeah. and we learned that here. We know that Joe Brony is Joe T. So, I mean, we're good. You know, we learned that. You know, 130 episodes later, we know Joe is the jabroni, and uh, the rest of us are not. It's Leonimus. <laughs> it's all right. Well, well so that rest, rest in peace, Iron Sheet. If, uh, if my dog knocks over something. I meant to say jabroni, but jokes. Said, I, I said Joe because I just ran with it. I'll edit it in post-production or not. Let's not. go back to SmackDown. Um Big show. It was the 1,000 day reign celebration. 1,006. 1,006. Yeah. Six. Got but it was the celebration. Yeah. The celebrating 1, the thousand. It's 1,006. Um, the Usos were not invited, but they do show up. Jimmy confronts Roman, ends up high facing Roman, which gets a holy shit chant from the crowd, which was amazing. And Jay tries to convince Roman and Jimmy to get along. You know, we, we don't need to be doing this. They end up hugging and Roman says no solo ends up spiking Jimmy. So we've got Roman and solo together versus Jimmy <clears throat> and Jay kind of conflicted still on what to do. So that's going to lead us to tonight's SmackDown where Jay is going to make his choice guys. First, your reaction to the thousand day rain celebration angle. I, I thought the show the show wasn't bad. I'll say that. Uh, I like the little snippets throw, showing him like, you know, his, some of his 300 days. He went against Brock. 600 days. He went against Brock. 800 days. He went against Brock. No, just kidding. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy those little little uh, uh, snippets here and there. I thought it was really good. Uh, I, I don't know why I, I got left wanting more. Uh, uh, from the celebration. Uh, wow. Okay. May- maybe just for the fact where I hate waiting an entire week before we see more of it. That's the biggest thing. It's like a little tiny puzzle piece, puzzle piece, puzzle piece. Uh, but I, I, I did like it a lot. I, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Surprised it happened that way. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, Cause we've seen like the hug swerve, you know what I mean? Like with, with the look, it was nice when he said like, no, that was it was it was fun, uh, unexpected. We knew we knew Solo was gonna sp- spike him. We knew it. Well, I don't know room? because he said he goes, but these did, are my but, brothers, and he stood on their side. And so, for and that Kevin, moment, you never texted thought, it or tweeted it, so you can't say that you knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> That's well, I didn't say, no, I knew it was gonna happen. I didn't no, call didn't. it. Well, I didn't say I called it. <laughs> the new rule. Yeah, you know, I was shocked it went down the way it did. And what's really interesting is uh, a day or two later, or no, it was Monday on Raw, you know, when they showed the replay, uh, my wife was in the room. I said, hey, watch this. And she watched it. And when he pie-faced Roman, she was like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, like, that was great. Nobody thought that was going to happen. 
It was good. And uh, I thought I got it was a holy shit awesome. chant from the crowd. Yeah. A pie and, face. And, and my house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> um, I love it. They should be nominated for an Emmy, an Oscar, a Tony, a Grammy, yeah. every award you could, a, a Twippy, every possible award you can win uh, from this because it's amazing and it is the best stuff on TV. Yeah. Great storyline uh, from beginning to end. I love the fact that all the Kevin mentioned the video celebrations, they'd cut out all the ways he won with Uso Ference. And then Michael Cole right uh says it later, going like, Oh, how convenient they cut out all the times that the Usos helped him win all those uh That's a good point. matches. But like, yeah, they oh. the the editing of it was perfect where it was like, you know, made it look like he won him the all on his own. When we all know Uso Ference was happening with almost every single one of those victories and they're like nope never happened except for cole that's why he's the best convenient editing yeah i i love the celebration and that brings us to to friday to later tonight what will jay do guys we can call our shot is he gonna side with jimmy or is he gonna go with roman and solo i can see it both ways i'd love to hear your thoughts and i'll, I'll outline kind of where where those directions could be i think he goes with his brother that is a weak take because his brothers have both sides. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't think about it like that. Fuck. I, knew, I knew what you were doing, but I'm I got got. <laughs> I think he's going to stick with his family. <laughs> shit. Do we get any more specifics from other than I don't Jason? think I don't think there's going to be I don't think there's going to be uh, a decision made. I think it's going to play out really? for another week. Why? Why? Okay. Why give it away now? Keep it going. Uh, let me. Uh, all right. I, I, if you want a real take, I'll give you a real take. I think we get Jimmy versus Jay at SummerSlam. Really? Or I mean, uh, Money in the Bank. I'm sorry. I was thinking SummerSlam next. I think we get Jimmy versus Jay. Jay kind of. Or, uh, which one? Is, well, who has to make the decision? Jay? Jay. Jay has to decide. Jay's, Jay's, always, a, Jay, Jay's always a dramatic one in this, Jay, this whole Jay has line. to. Jay can't figure it out. Roman somehow convinces him to fight Jimmy at Money in the Bank. Uh, then we... I, I, think, I think we get Usos against each other at Money in the Bank, and I think we get the, 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 the tag match. Civil War at SummerSlam. Kev? I, 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 excuse me. I do think that uh, Jimmy, no, Jay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to tell. We're so bad at this. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, real, it's a lot it's easier. easier to tell now. No, it is yeah. easier when Jimmy looks bigger, as in like huskier, but he's still small. Just Jay is just like leaned, leaned up. Uh, Jay has a more chiseled chin. Like watching old matches, I can tell the difference now because Jay's chin is more like, you know, better bone structure while Jimmy's is more round. Now, if you told me which one's married to Naomi, I'd be like, Jimmy. Now I'm lost again. Yeah. No idea. Okay. Uh, It's not just uh, me. They're all going to, this is what I think is going to happen. They're all going to be in the ring. Jimmy's going to be smiling, say, Jay, oh, yeah, come with me, come with me. Uh, Jimmy's gonna uh, uh, walk Jay. down. You know, Jimmy's gonna walk to the back, and you're gonna see Jay walk halfway 
turn to Roman. Okay. Similar, similar. Uh, when Roman was walking up and then you're going to see it pan out. No decision. Hmm. Okay. I will go with uh, Jay sides with Roman and solo regretfully. Uh, he, he's torn. Of course he sides with Roman and solo. We're going to get Roman versus Jimmy at money in the bank and kind of a reversal from the whole beginning of the bloodline where in the Thunderdome, it was Jay versus Roman and Jimmy had to step in and say like, that's enough. You've done enough. Finally, after a huge beatdown of Roman to Jimmy, Jay finally snaps. He, he wants to be loyal. He wants to acknowledge the tribal chief. But when he sees his brother just taking it too far from Roman, he finally snaps. So then we, we get the brothers reunited. So it's all it's almost a, a similar to Sammy finally turning on Roman after they just went too far on KO. Yeah. I think that's what happens at Money in the Bank. But I mean, I won't be surprised if on Friday he goes, I choose Jimmy. Fuck you guys. Right. And, but but I, awesome. I think we're going to draw it out a little bit more and uh, we'll have something big happen at Money in the Bank. Now, what? now, if Imperium wasn't like going to be feuding with KO and Sammy, I could almost see from what you were saying, like a six man tag. Jimmy, Sammy, KO versus Jay, Solo, mm, Roman. Yeah. But but the whole Imperium thing, I'm 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 excited. Yeah. KO and, I, and I think Sammy and KO are done with the I think so too. Yeah. It's it's good to keep maybe, them apart. Maybe now down bit. the road, but not anytime soon. Yeah. So the other part about the celebration, Triple H unveiling the new title belt, similar design, but a gold background. What do you guys think of this new belt? I think it's good. Uh, I, I was half asleep while watching this. I, I dozed off and I'm like, wait, he has three. Like I literally woke up mid thing and I'm like, wait, mm. he has three belts now. And then I yeah, hit yeah. stop on my DVR. I was like, I'll watch this shit tomorrow. I think it looks great. Uh, I think the two belts were getting a little old. I think the black and gold belt is much better than the blue and the red and all those other ones. Um, this was needed. You know, he had, you know, he carried those belts for since SummerSlam, right? Is that when they he WrestleMania. Took WrestleMania. Um in yeah, Dallas. WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So you were there. Year, year plus. plus. Yeah, I was there. Now. Fourth row. Um yeah. So it was time. I think we're getting to the point where if what we talked about last week or the week before, where Triple H is making these changes to Raw and SmackDown, um, new era title, let's just uh roll with it. And of course, with the uh, world heavyweight paperweight on raw. They're kind of the same color scheme. So let's just get that rolling. Yeah. Joe thumbs up. Yeah. I uh, needed, they dropping the two. I mean, as cool as it looked for him to have them raise, raising them both at the end of each show, it was mostly Heyman carrying them. I mean, he can't, yeah. he doesn't need to carry them all the time. So yeah, one belt. Good to go. One title. Sorry. Belts are for pants. Oh, look at you official. Kev. I give it a thumbs up, and I just want to know if uh, Barbara Ryan's going to get that one. It's up for pre-order. I did not. Uh, I meant to text him about it. Um, well, we'll we'll have to do a quick follow-up and see what he says. I'm going to have to get a gold Sharpie for this one behind me. <laughs> <laughs> some creative editing. I think, I think I'll like it more and more each week. I didn't love it for some reason, and I think that when I thought about some more, I think the reason was was because – 
there's the black one. It, it like literally with that shot you woke up to, Jay. The black one, the blue one, the gold one. I think mm-hmm. when I see it by itself, I'm gonna like it more. But I think seeing oh, yeah. all those colors, I was like, this is a lot going on. So yeah, um, it should be fine moving forward. And one other note from SmackDown. We had a money in the bank qualifier match between Montez Ford and LA Knight. <laughs> Guys, we didn't touch on it last week. I was so conflicted. I would be rooting for either one. To if they were in Money in the Bank, one of them, I'd, that'd be my pick. Simple as that. It's it's choosing my kids. It's crazy. But LA Knight wins. Very fun match. Is LA Knight the favorite to win? We've got we have Ricochet, we have Nakamura, LA Knight, and the winners of tonight's uh, SmackDown qualifiers. We've got uh, Santos Escobar and Ali, and we've got Baron Cor- Baron Corbin versus Butch. I think LA Knight's the favorite with Absolutely. that group. Oh, yeah, with that, out, out of those exactly. four, I would love Escobar to win. I think um, I think Nakamura would be a fun one, but really the one that needs it the most, Ricochet. Yeah. Oh, that'd be special. Yeah. And I, I'd love Escobar or Ali. Whoever wins that one, psh, great. And I'd love for either of those guys to get it. But the only the only thing is, yeah. I, I deserving absolutely main event within a year. Maybe LA night main event tomorrow. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. I think LA, uh, uh, he's older too, right? About yes. I think he's 40. I've been seeing that, but he still Online. looks like a million bucks. Amazing yeah. on the mic. I'm like, I, I think, four, I think 40 year olds <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just from what he's done in the matches <laughs> that he's put on since the main roster and in NXT and with coming to the main roster, he's so over. I, I say, he deserves it. I don't he think they know it, what to do with him. It. I don't think they know what to do with him. If if he doesn't win money in the bank, I agree with you. You know, I was at the uh, SmackDown before WrestleMania, and the the crowd was going nuts for him in that battle royal, and nothing. And, Kevin, and when he came out, yeah. and when he came out for the Hall of Fame, crowd went nuts for him. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, there I was listening to Cheap Heat this week. They referred to him as 2023 Eugene. Really? I heard that. Yeah. And I'm like, you want to break it down? Because Eugene did all the stuff that other wrestlers did. Right. A lot of people are saying he talks like rock. He acts like stone cold that, you know, he is doing these things that you basically Eugene did, but Eugene was a special needs human being. He he has yeah. Austin had what you know. So I I, I knew where they the, were going with it, but I I, wasn't I, I, I got tired of it and I turned it off. I the turned stretch. it off. Yeah, and stretch. then uh, the Wednesday Ringer show, which I don't listen to, that was the subject. That was the title of their show. Is LA Night twenty twenty three Eugene? Come on, no. you know they got rid of Mac Mania for this guy who's their like the producer of the thing, and he gave him his own show, and that's awesome. But come on, man. If you're just going to recycle what Cheap Heat says, we'd be better off on Wednesdays at the Ringer. And you said it with the crowd, guys. Kevin, you were at the Fort Wayne House show and said the crowd was going nuts for him. Yeah. And if you watch that match on SmackDown, when him and Montez would go back and forth, it was L.A. crowd cheering. Yay! Montez, boo. And I had never... Heard Montez get that reaction because I was surprised. I I was surprised by the booze as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But again, really interesting. 
who knows where this goes. You know, I'm glad LA Knight won. At least he's going to be a part of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. So we'll, we'll have after Friday, we'll have five qualifiers. I'm presuming there'll be a sixth. I think usually it's six or seven guys. So usually and, then, and then Vince McMahon will throw awesome theory. In. <laughs> or here comes Logan Paul yeah, like special celebrity exemption. So Brock Lesnar is going to come out with the boom <laughs> oh box. Uh, Brock party. Brock that, party. That part was good. I hated the that. He one won, wrestling but, shirt. Yeah. I wish I would have bought. I never oh. did. The Brock so won't, party. Won't this be LA Knight's first premium live event since Royal Rumble's Mountain Dew yeah. pitch black match? Uh, yeah. What was, was what, yeah. he wasn't an that elimination was chamber, right? Yeah. No. So he wasn't mean, on yeah. Mania, and that's it. Maybe they'll do pitch black money in the bank. Oh my god. <laughs> in a, a, a black light ladder. Ooh, yellow yeah, ladder. Talking. I have a yellow ladder in my garage. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's an angle there. Mountain Dew pitch black ladder in the bank. Their sales the must be like so good right now that there haven't been another match. Because <laughs> you think if they're you think if they're low, they got to do some more promotion. But <laughs> must not be the case. Uh, let's quickly touch on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Gunther and Kevin Owens. Oh my God! Raw so match good. of the year, right, guys? Come yes. on, it was amazing. So yes, good. yes. Not match of the year, uh, TV match of the year. Match of the year is still no, the of, triple of threat. Raw. Yeah, yeah, no, of Raw, I said. Yeah, the Raw well, what match. Even made of the- it? Gunther's still what involved even- in match of the year. Yeah, yeah. He's, what even he's- made it best yeah, three years in a row? My, my choice. And KO's like, let's go right now. Yeah. Right now. Walked out, boom. And it was like impromptu and right, right off the it. bat. And then it was awesome. It was you so know- good. We were chatting and, 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 and I wrote the text. Cause I was traveling for work and I didn't press send until the next day, but it was, Brian was like match of the year question mark. Like to me and Joe. And <laughs> Oh, it was so good. It was so good. I loved everything about raw. It was I a, thought really it was good a complete show. Even I agree. Natty and Zoe Stark. Well, I thought yeah. it was good. That was fine. Yeah. I am. Uh, it was such a good raw, you yeah. know, Gunther, I mean, the guy can do no wrong at this point. Like, if he's not the champ by next year, they're gonna that they will have fucked him up too. But goddamn, I love it, love it. We'll have to see. And I, I can't remember what pod I was listening to, but they talked about how Gunther's reign is the long, longevity of it is overshadowed because of Roman's reign. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I don't know what the the number is, but it's honky tonk man. Longest icy rain. I think yeah. they're gonna have him in that site, whatever that is. I, I gotta figure that's. I think he's over a year at this point, or just around a year. But, but okay, let me raise this. Can we, question. Can we look that up while we raise questions? I will raise there a questions poster. You can look at the waste time. <laughs> what poster do you have, Jay? Who has had better matches in their ring, Roman or Gunther? Gunther. You think? Yep. Sheamus Clash of the Castle. Triple threat at WrestleMania. Those two alone are better than all of Roman's. Uh, th- those two are better than all of Roman's matches. Not saying Roman had bad matches, but those two surpass like so many other ones. That's an interesting take, okay. Joe. Too bad you're wrong. Uh, oh, Roman really? Reigns. Well, you're going to disagree <laughs> with me anyway. Why? Well, I need to waste more time until we get answers. So, of how so, so, name, so give, give me, give me the two Roman more Cody matches. Match was great. Uh, all the Roman Brock matches were great. Roman Kevin Owens was great. Roman Sami Zayn was great. Um, I'll even go oh, Gunther yeah. and Ali 
was uh oh my god that was a really good one yeah yeah but i mean he he made ali like a million made him look like a million bucks which he already does but it's like you know now it was on a bigger stage uh and then gunther kevin owens this past weekend yeah i mean i mean it's pretty awesome to have those two with these lengthy reigns at the same time and they both have their own henchmen too on the side. He has a uh, Vincense and whatever Baldy, whatever mm-hmm. you know, and Ludwig ah. and Vincense, and then you have uh, the Usos. I mean, you know, they, this is very similar. This is this should be the WrestleMania main event: Gunther versus Roman. Yeah, I, sorry, the, sorry, Cody. Okay. You can go after the uh, World Heavyweight Championship oh. and complete the, that story. You know the best thing about Gunther's reign: title for title. Like the ultimate challenge, ultimate warrior versus Hogan. Redo it. Gunther's name change. That was the best thing they could have done for him. Oh, stop. and we were so mad at that too. Brian was. That's he taped the up the Walter thing. shirt. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. But it was the best thing. Is, is more I actually agree with Jason. Gunther the, the is more intimidating. Of his name sounds Gunther better. is more intimidating than Walter. The ring no, general. Just, they just call him Brian. Hey, that's Brian. So the I mean, pod general great. Brian. No, but my middle, my middle name Walter was there. There, his in ring stuff is still on the the same level from all the NXT UK days and everything. The name did anyone is fine? It's worked out, but it's not like it made him from like a some piece of shit to gold. Come on, okay. No, so but it, it made it more intimidating for the main roster. I got to agree. Is what with I that just one. said. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm agreeing with you. So Walter's just, the indie name. Gunther is the big time name. And Walter is my middle name. Uh, does anyone <laughs> that's know? Right. That's right. Does, any, does anyone know how many days Honky was? Uh, uh, I, I figured it out. 384. 454. 454. Yeah. So Gunther's Gunther? probably 100 or so days out, I'm guessing, maybe. Gunther I think, is I think one, one day from one year. Okay. Oh, shit. Really? 364. Wow. So tomorrow's technically 365. Wow. Okay. I wonder if they'll mention so, that on SmackDown. Well, no, I wonder if Honky Tonk Man will come out and hit Gunther with a guitar. And you go. <laughs> Do you all remember when Santon- San, uh, 90 days difference right now. Santino had the uh, Honky Donkey meter. We are at two days. Oh, yeah. The and then he lost donkey. it in nine. Do you know I, I my my pro wrestling managerial record is one and zero thanks to me managing the honky tonk man. I did know that, but you can share it with the other boys if they don't. When you I was in did. John, when I was in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, twenty years ago, Brian, it's been twenty years since I worked in Johnstown. Um, there was an indie show coming through, and we helped promote. Uh, one of my friends from high school was an indie guy in the main event against the honky tonk man. So we, we worked this story where uh, my friend did an interview on my radio show came up that I, we went to the same high school and he beat me up in high school, beat me up in high school, uh, finger quotes. Then uh, he challenged me to come to the show and I said, okay, I'll be there. And I have a big surprise. And my big surprise was that I was the uh, manager of the honky tonk man. It was my first experience in indie wrestling period and going through them. They were going through the match backstage and it was my biggest fear not to fuck this thing up. And the I remember the spot to this day, uh, honky tonk man had him up was, uh, my buddy was in the, the high school friend was in the corner. Honky tonk man punched him four times. Powerhouse. He's pushed him off. He ran off the ropes. I went to trip him. 
He turned around, took a swing at me, and Honky Tonk Man him with the shake, rattle, and roll. Uh, sang the song and uh, went to the pay window. It's awesome. That's awesome. Then he Sadly, went to some sheets. There is no footage of this oh, match. Oh, sad. I've been looking and asking, and there's nothing. So, not sad even times. the disposable cameras where you had to turn and creak, creak. No, it, it's no. It was long gone, long that time ago. Johnstown, PA, until much later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if they have digital cameras in. Johnstown PA right, right now. Right. No, I said the disposable ones. I don't even know if they have those. Yeah. So. Um, the other thing we, we had, yeah, we had Becky Lynch and Zoe Starks qualify for Money in the Bank. Uh, Ms. TV, very fun. Uh, Cody, or we maybe we're gonna get like a Cody and Dom like I'm mini in. program. Okay. I'm in. I am in. Okay, I'm the fine battle with that of the second too. generation. Yeah. Yeah. Good I point. mean. I- I really want Dom to win Money in the Bank. Is what I really. Want. I, I wondered if he'd be included. <laughs> Let's not rule it out just yet. We got give me time. Dom. Give me give me Dom Cody SummerSlam. I'm I'm fine with that. But I'll I'll get to a, a SummerSlam rumor in a few minutes. The other thing though, we had the main event: Seth Rollins and Damian Priest, and, and it was set up in the beginning where uh, Damian asked Finn, uh, per the stipulation Seth asked for, like, "Don't come out for my match." And eventually he does. Priest gets upset. Oh, uh, breaking little... news, breaking news, breaking news, Kevin. Yeah. Hey, I, I backed up. You got to find that happy medium, I think. Yeah. Try it again. Breaking news, breaking news. Right there, Kevin. Do, 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 do. Um, Better. Barbara Ryan did not order the new Roman title. He says, hell no, not a fan of the universal type titles at all. Well, there you Back go. Back to you, Brian. All right. Um, so... Yeah, we've got a little bit of a, a tension in Judgment Day. I'm a little surprised. Didn't seem like this is something that warranted some tension. What are your guys' reaction to kind of this little internal struggle? Was this something you'd want to see, a bit of a split? I think it's a work. Okay, okay. They're all, yeah. to, get, to get Seth off his game. Okay. And look, I hope you're if right. we're going to get Seth defending the title every week, I'm here at for it and the world's greatest paperweight i'm here for it because seth and priest was a great match amazing and it's proof that priest is more than just the muscle you know he's the he's ah man so good i mean i love finn i've loved finn from day one but um i i don't i think it's all an act yeah to kind of throw seth off his game Okay, I think right. Priest guys, proved yep. it with the bad bunny match at Backlash that he's more than just like the muscle. He's he's an overall uh solid performer. I don't want it defended every week though. Man, I do not. It's going to turn into the Orange Cassidy uh show with the title being defended every week and it will devalue that title if it's defended too much. Ah, uh, you're wrong. Well, there's another thing we'll talk about about that in a few moments. But it kind of brings up say Cena he elevated the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, open, fair. Open, uh, open. That was already that was nope. an, that was already a title. It's not a brand new one. Correct. Well, that's that's why you you do defend. But it. if you make it a big it deal, there, you just do it, it at premium live events, and then eventually do it on TV. But the thing is, if it's not defended, we don't see Seth as much, and it's I don't want to see him sick on Monday Night Raw. Oh, a non-title fight. So hanging so in the back trying. with Saxton. Or, yeah. you know, walking past Kevin Owens, yelling at Sammy about something. Like, we need Seth in the ring. I don't like the singing bullshit the crowd does, 
but we need oh, Seth I love it. with it's... the title every week. So, so for Joe, it's it's finding that happy medium because kind of the whole point of this title is that Roman doesn't appear on many shows, and it has to be elevated. So Jason stops calling it a paperweight. Wow! If we well, get they're... matches like we did last week repeatedly, yeah, I, I may stop calling it that. They're okay. going with the more is more uh, <laughs> logic. It seems like so far. And again, we'll we'll touch on something in a second. Um, but getting back. Um, to Cody and, and we talked about maybe a little little mini program with Dom there the, a rumor rumor is uh Brock and Cody of course they're one and one they're the rumor is they'll settle it uh, at SummerSlam and the rumor is that they're going to be doing a gimmick match um and I think I had read maybe something that hasn't been seen in a long time guys if this were to go down what sort of gimmick match would you want to see Hmm. Well, if it's something we haven't seen in a long time, it can't be Hell in a Cell because that was just right. at WrestleMania. Right. Dog collar match. That's what I thought Cody about wants. that. I thought about that. Yeah. Um, hair versus hair. Haven't seen that in a while. Um, yeah. I was thinking first blood because that was kind of the whole thing with uh, the, the Puerto Rico PLE that Brock got busted open. And then the next night on raw, he he's got the big ass scar and he's like, I want to fight you. I thought maybe they'd go in that direction. First blood. Ooh. Only if it's Cody versus Rhea. What is that? First, bl- first blood. Why Cody versus uh... Rhea. Oh, are you bringing? Okay. <laughs> No, it wasn't a not period that. joke. Yeah, it know, wasn't not... a period joke. Oh, it wasn't. I, I, okay. I think that I, I I don't know. I just feel like it's of course we're not going to get Cody Rhea, but if we get Cody Dom in a first blood match, I would not be surprised if Rhea is injected into it and somehow she gets busted open. Okay. Which I think would be cool because we never see that. And I'm not talking about AEW because I know they do that shit all the time with women getting bloody, but still. Um Maybe like a, I'm gonna, a back lot brawl. John oh, Moxley like just that. got busted open. You talking about that? that. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Mox is doing a seminar. And somebody commented, but I, like, why do I need to learn how to cut myself? I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> um, I like that back lot brawl. Some like a uh, yeah. Like What's in London? Anywhere sort of thing. But yeah, okay. I've never been to London. What London theme? London themed gimmick matches could we, the, we come up with the the London broil brawl? Is it London the broil London broiler room? room? London <laughs> London broiler <laughs> London broiler room brawl. Okay, but didn't they say SummerSlam? <laughs> not Money in the Bank. Oh yeah, they did. Be, oh, so yeah, it'd have to be the yeah. Motor City Street Fight. Oh shit! It's a yeah. It's an eight mile massive eight mile street fight <laughs> live from Harpo's. We live from the shelter. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Here we go. It happened in Detroit before. The monster <gasps> truck. Monster truck. The monster yes! truck. Match. <laughs> the American Let's get on the Nightmare roof of Kobo. versus the. Beast incarnate, <laughs> holy shit! Monster trucks, and oh, then you, wait a minute, then you wait, a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, is it Brock Cody or Cody Dom? 
the Brock Cody. Match. They're saying. They're oh, saying. Oh, yeah. I was thinking it was Dom. No, no, no. no. That's why the oh, real they're saying that. Yeah, third. Okay, third match gotcha, of their trilogy yeah. gimmick match to settle it. What could it be? SummerSlam. That's yeah. a rumor, but they don't. Yeah. So wow. Well, maybe we're wow. getting. Maybe we get a little mini thing of a Dom and hey. Cody at Money in the Bank. Or yeah. Something, right. Wow. While Bro- Brock um, takes his uh time so off to, to hunt Fuck. squirrels in Saskatchewan or whatever he's doing. Um. Fuck. Yeah, I, I like it. We gotta. We, <laughs> the monster truck match that they haven't done that yeah in yeah almost 30 years it's a it's a yeah. coney dog cage match <laughs> it's a coney dog hot dog eating contest <laughs> joey chestnut is the special referee why there not? you go why not just wow. don't bring a tractor to the ring again no bring the tractor again now the he has to bring the monster truck and it'll be I a like ford it. tractor yes yeah, it's it a ford field mm-hmm. or maybe they could do an art drawing contests like homage did with the nfl rookies and the uh oh, detroit right. lions first round draft picks uh shirt was terrible so maybe they'll go that route it'll be homage wwe brock cody in a t-shirt drawing contest with a black light <laughs> and oh, yeah at the throw that hulk hogan still no 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 <laughs> we're, we've got all kinds of great ideas though but um we've, we've right, got we'll ideas see, we'll see yeah, what, what erection match <laughs> Not seen since 1984. Uh, <laughs> pitch a um, tent. <laughs> on, on, on a pole match, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's <laughs> instead, of, instead of the pitch black match, we get the pitch, yeah, tent, pitch match. tent match. There it is. <laughs> Brought to you by um, Coleman. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> All right. Um, what, what How do you follow this? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try to do with some actual news. We're, we're getting rid of the, the rumor and innuendo for this one. Um, WWE's reached a new deal with the streaming service Twitch. And the big news out of the deal was starting on Raw this past Monday, they're going to air a sidecast that you can tune in on Twitch. And those are those are really big. You know, they do that with Monday Night Football, with the Mannings and a lot of the college football playoffs and stuff like that. Did anybody tune into the Twitch on Monday? All right, I did. No. For, I did for a little bit. Um, what it was, they had um, Ryan. Uh, I think it's Papalo from yep. uh, the Bump, uh, Megan Morant, and Drew Gulak. So, and they nice. were each at their own computers. Um, the little I watched, they weren't showing the matches; they were just talking. And so, maybe they're working out the kinks because I think even in the press release, they said like, "We'll have." you know, special backstage interviews on the feed. And I didn't see anything like that. It was basically them just shooting the shit. Yeah. Um, you guys, what do you guys think about this concept? Is there anything that they could do that would like make you go, Oh yeah, I definitely want to tune in for this. So Ryan or Ryan, Brian, Ryan, Barbara, Ryan just texted again. Uh, Brian, say that. this sounds very similar to when they did the pay-per-view watch alongs yeah, like on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it sounds that. like it is. And uh, if that's what they're going to do, I think that's cool. I just don't know how you're going to expect people not to watch Raw with sound to then watch four guys on a Zoom feed, you know? It's – but, I mean, I think it's cool. And if this is the way to get Twitch back involved with WWE, I mean, this could just turn into another tout situation, honestly. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? Uh, I agree. It's – I'm not going to watch it because they already have commentary on there too. If you're going to make it something that's going to interest the fans, have bigger names on it talking. I mean, the Manning brothers work out because of the Manning brothers. It's not okay. going to work out that's... when you have 
Ryan and uh, Drew. How Hula. dare you disrespect Drew? Ryan Papulo. <laughs> okay, Joe. Yeah. So then, who would you have? Not Booker T because he does all the pre-show stuff, uh, and he's and he's he would order food during the middle of it. Uh, start start big. Get Austin on there. Hey now, start big. Uh, Stone Cold, okay. The Rock. Yeah, wow. you get a a past superstar and a current superstar that have nothing in common. So The Rock and Bray and the Wyatt, Boogeyman, the Boogeyman. <laughs> And the a rock current, a yeah. current superstar. I don't know. I couldn't think anybody that sucked. Um, the rock Baron Corbin. There it is. There you there go. They had, they had that interaction at the first, uh, Fox Smackdown that you were at Jay. Oh yeah. That's and true. He interrupted, uh, with, uh, Baron and Becky Lynch there. Kev, is there anything when you, we saw this idea, any interest, anything that no. could sell you on it? No, no. The, vi- the just, video game guy says no. Wow. I, I, I I just hearing everyone and I and I and I read the article. I just I, I like hearing Michael Cole. I like you know Corbin hearing Baron Corbin. And now if it was like say Peacock and they threw in you know in 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 the Super Bowl, you can watch one of five feeds and it's different with different people. Give an option. You want to have Drew Gulak? Sweet. Oh, put him like, on there. Oh, you want to have? Oh, like the national championship when they have like right, the fans, right. exactly the every ESPN with different people. That's cool. I mean, Peacock could do it. They have their own channel. They well, have their own live like channels. That? Yeah, that would be fun. It, it, like, but that's a good Twitch, idea. Probably not. And that's and that's what I'm saying. You know, because of the, how yeah the 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 Mannings and the the national championship games, yeah. they always have like the game on. It might be in like a corner. In a corner and you're watching Pat McAfee do his thing or whatever. What I was seeing on Twitch was just three guys staring at their own camera. It was it was watching our show. It's kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah, it's yeah. what we're doing now. No one wants four guys well, watching talk about <laughs> no, wrestling on the show. Absolutely not. Nobody wants disaster. to see that shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I, I don't know. I, maybe because it's Twitch and it's not USA, then they can't, you know, put those things on the screen. But I, I think yeah, I love the Peacock concept, guys. That. That would be yeah. Get rid of the everybody loves Raymond channel for a night. Who cares? Right, (laughs) right. Easy enough to do. So we'll see what sort of developments come of that. Uh, We'll move on to uh, NXT just really quickly, and it does touch on something we talked briefly about, kind of on a side about Seth Rollins and, uh, Mm and and how the the treating the new World Heavyweight Championship. Braun Breaker, as they're ending the show, he's walking into the NXT parking lot and uh, he ends up cutting a promo. He got into it with Dragunov earlier, so he talks about that and kind of switches gears and says, you know, matter of fact, Seth Rollins, you can come get some. So this was out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Is this something you want to see? Well, here's what's crazy. I was so excited to see Thea Hale win that number one contender battle royal. I thought that was the end of the show and I turned it off. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, but it did. I'm glad it happened. I think we get Braun call out Seth for a couple weeks. Seth doesn't even acknowledge him because he's a rookie. Okay. He's an NXT guy. Uh, whatever Seth does at Money in the Bank, Braun destroys him to set up SummerSlam. Oh, Ooh. that's great. Well, that's I had great. An idea. Braun's tired of not being I like it. Uh, answered. Me. Yeah. You're ignoring me. Oh, that's uh, he fucks him up in, in London and then. We get it in at SummerSlam in main rostered. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So it's kind of like even the uh, Kevin Owens uh, call it. up. It's like going yeah. against John Cena. 
maybe even wins the title. Well, and that's okay. And so that's a great idea. It's that's what I would hope would happen because while the initial pop that I had of like, oh, wow, I, I thought about it more and said, you know what? I don't want to see this now. Like as much as it would be kind of fun to see Seth come down to NXT and do this. Okay. I mean, I'm like, that's kind of fun, but like, I want a proper build. I want Braun on the main roster and doing it just like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I, I kind of felt like, how it was presented like maybe it's going to be some one kind of a one-off random thing and i I think it deserves better and joe you you kind of already said about just i don't want seth defending every week right so when you hear this i'm sure that's where your headspace is at going no thanks yeah it's it's turning it will turn into the cena open challenge kevin owens coming up uh, I don't want Seth going down to NXT. It will it will make the title less. Have Braun come up and attack Seth. Seth should not be stepping foot in NXT with their new title. I like both ways. I want I want I want everything what you guys are saying to happen. I will be pleasantly surprised. You want Rock and Boogeyman to be calling the match? No. Okay, well, <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. No, that would be scary. That's fine. Rock and Boogeyman to call Seth Rollins against Braun Breaker in the NXT arena. <laughs> Boogeyman, no. are those worms? Why, yes, it doesn't matter if they're worms. <laughs> terrible. All right. Uh, let's quickly touch on AEW. Speaking of terrible, let's move on to AEW. No, Whoa, no. Yeah, wow. Be, be nice, Joe. Be nice. <laughs> Um, uh, with Tony Khan, another major announcement, of course. Um, the no, no, event- no, take away that adjective, don't say major anymore when it comes to Tony Khan's announcements. Just say Tony Khan announced something. Yes, I, I'm reading it as it was presented, but correct. Major magic is more major than his announcement. Jesus Christ, major magic. Uh, shout out to uh, everyone in southeastern Michigan who knows that. Um, <laughs> good because I have no idea yeah. what that is, and I don't want to yeah. know. Don't explain it. Let's go. Wait, okay. Let's go. AW. Main event for Collision. <laughs> the debut episode, June 17th. We've getting CM Punk and FTR versus Samoa Joe, Jay White, and mm. Juice Robinson. Guys, is this a good choice for the main event or the first Collision? I think my yeah, shirt says so. it all. <laughs> Does And if for those listening, it says CM Punk sucks. What is the Ring of Honor TV champions connection to Bullet Club IPA? None. None. Bullet Club Gold sounds like an IPA. They are AEW wrestlers. Samoa Joe is the Ring of Honor TV champion. They want to do this. They don't have a TV deal. Point taken. If they wanted to do this, They should have had Punk against Jay White. Samoa Joe then interferes because in the history of Ring of Honor, there are three Samoa Joe CM Punk 60-minute time limit draws. I have the DVD with all three matches on it. You set that up for whatever the London show is. For the fourth, have the fourth yeah, match. Yeah, the all-in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Putting FTR and Punk against Bullet Club IPA 
and Samoa Joe makes no sense. Okay. And you know, what's really funny about the internet and Twitter, I don't know if you've been watching uh, my, my, my responses to CM Punk questions. The gif of him writing that F minus from when he was on that Fox oh, TV show. Yeah. I'm using it all the time because it writes itself. It writes itself. I love FTR. I ain't watching Nitro until like three days later. <laughs> Nitro. I mean, it's it. That's awesome. I can't be the only one that feels like this. You're not. Because, yeah, it's just, it's a Saturday night show that's going to just fizzle out. No one's going to be, like, clamoring to watch wrestling every week at 8 o'clock live from Regina, Canada. It's not going <laughs> to, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is a match because it's like, well, we need to protect Punk because he's not ready to be in a singles match. <clears throat> so that's why they're doing this, like, you know, tr- six-man tag. And Tony's- it's just... Tony, Tony's uh, a businessman. He's he's trying to sell it on the name and the town and the smart fans who are uh, going to be talking about those previous CM Punk to, uh, Samoa Joe matches. And they're going to be like, oh, go back and watch this. And like, I'm afraid that it's going to turn into their only interaction and then nothing. That's such an AEW thing to do. It'd be like, you know, hey, fans, we know that you were thinking it, so we're going to give it to you for one night only, and then CM Punk's going to start every show with a promo. Give me Punk and FTR against the House of Black. That's a main event for the night one, because you don't have to worry about putting the trio's titles on them, and you can build House of Black to be even stronger than they already are. Make it the House of Black rules match, whatever that the house rules match. And FTR and Punk answer the the challenge without knowing that that's the match. Like, there's a million ways this thing could have went. Kev? Kev? I don't, I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think it's, you know, Jay White looks like a killer. Juice? He does? He does? He looks Jay like White? an anorexic Triple H. Oh, I, I in the ring, he's tough, man. Like I mean, in the ring, he does. No, he he's, he's, he looks like he Jay. Looks like Uso. an anorexic Triple H. No, he looks like the size of Jay Uso. But he, but he's <laughs> he he's he's tough in the ring. All oh. of them will make Punk look good. That's the thing. I, that's I, all that matters is making a forty-four yeah. year old look good. No, it it, it, it truly in that's Tony Khan's mind it is because if he doesn't look good show. in the debut episode where he's going to be the star. Then it would be that's the problem. A disaster. That's, that's the problem. That's After the problem. night one, but yeah, I'll, I'll, um, it's DVR. DVR worthy. The show is every week. It could have been Punk versus uh, uh, John Moxley, and and I would still DVR probably. Give me that, Brian. What do you think of all this? It, it it feels like a fun house show. You know, okay. And obviously, not, it's, not it's a, a debut a, show. It's a debut, so you know maybe angles come out of it. You would think that's the hope. Maybe, maybe, okay. Punk, Punk and FTR should win. I'd be shocked if they don't. Right? It's uh, the debut. It's Chicago. It's CM Punk. All that. Lights go out. House of Black comes on, and they kick the shit out of them as they go off the air. That's something. But yeah, my big thing is just what's going to happen with this. You know roster split how how does that shake out you know i i know they've promoted miro and andrade and that's fun 
So and Thunder I'm Rosa. Thunder Rosa, that's not as fun for me, but she's fine, I guess. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm more curious about that in the bigger picture. I still don't, you know, I don't I don't do you, know what they could have done to make me go, I am not missing June 17th. That's not the match for me, but I think it'll be an enjoyable match. Do Give you Mercedes remember? Monet. Do you yeah. remember the first main event of Rampage? Um, well, I remember Pittsburgh. Didn't... Yeah, I think Pittsburgh. I remember they, they opened they, with they came Christian out and Omega, right? Was it Christian the first and Omega? Event was Kenny Omega versus Christian for the TNT okay. of the, T- so the, the Impact TNA title, title? The TNA yeah, title. The TNA so title that was and with Christian winning, mm-hmm. taking uh-huh. away one of the uh, you know, from the sweeper. Yeah, that was their debut main event and look what happened to rampage afterwards this is collisions debut main event a house show main event fair yeah that's fair that's how it feels to me um not saying it won't be fun but yeah it doesn't feel like high stakes i guess Mm -mm. um we do have the first two matches for the forbidden door pay-per-view uh we've got brian danielson and okada and we've got the rematch of omega and osprey Guys, I mean, I can't imagine we could Jeez. say anything other than they're they're two for two. Oh and, yeah, <laughs> and I think I'm actually getting really excited about this because th- this Forbidden Door is its own thing, right? This is they don't need stories, they don't need anything other than it's just quote unquote dream matches interpromotional. So that that's easy enough for AEW to get right. So you guys feel the same? I mean, I, I love, did you guys see the promo Danielson did to do it and say, it's like, I'm, you know, you're the rainmaker, but when you're with me, you're going to be in the fucking desert. That's a great line. That's great. I was like, yep, that's, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, we're going to get what we should have got last year at Forbidden Door. Yeah. I don't know how the Canadian crowd's going to react to that, but we're going to get what we should have got last year. I think they're going to blow their load literally on every dream match you can get between New Japan and AEW. Mm-hmm. And I know I said that I may cool off on pay-per-views, but like this one might be too good to pass up. Ah, they right. keep... I was I knew you were going to say that. Consider it a New Japan, New Japan pay-per-view. That's what I was going to say. Yep. Then you're giving yeah. your money to them. Yeah. Right. I you still it. keep I your word. It. I got your back. I know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. I can't wait to see what's next. And uh, we're also going to have, apparently, next week, they're going to do like a title contender. But we had a, a fun promo back and forth. MJF, next challenger, looks to be Adam Cole. Uh, Kev, your excitement level for this. I'll take it. Both, uh, I'll take it. No, <laughs> just to the fact where I, I like Adam Cole. A lot, right? Great in the ring, great on the mic, fantastic. MJF, great in the ring, great on the mic. Make a program already. Make them, you know what I mean? MJF show up. Uh, so is that would would that be? Is their next main pay per view in London? No, the Wembley show. No, All In is first, then All Out, or All Out is first, then All In is London. Okay. Oh, and they're okay, but they're like that's still like late August, and then yeah, that's the end of the summer, so it's still a ways away. That could be a nice two month build for a pay per view. I don't, I that's a long time. Well, they're doing their match this Wednesday, 
But it can't be full. You know, you yeah, would think it's, it's that Cole's going to win. It's going to be some shenanigans and or something. Because I don't want it to. If it's a one-off, that would be the worst possible thing. Well, if we have two months, and maybe Adam Cole will have to face some different challengers challenges it seems like a good idea it. i don't think that's if ever happened before. if that Do happens it. i will boycott us talking we're gonna AEW we're gonna, we're gonna okay. that okay. he's gonna have to right. face keith that. lee one Fuck. challenger <laughs> that was a good line that was a and good then line. it's gonna be matt taven because um yeah. cole was in the kingdom roh keith lee taven um, we'll bring back Bobby Fish. Why not? Yeah. Um, where's he um, swimming nowadays? Oh, um, let's see who else can we, hit? we'll do some he, random he, one. So it'll be like, uh, um, Mel Kipper would the say, boogeyman. He, he, he. So it'll be like the, the boogeyman. boogeyman. boogeyman yeah. And then, he's uh, taking the, a break from rock. Yeah. And then the fifth one, um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly's back or Sabu. 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 Yeah. Sabu. They have, Sabu. Yeah, Sabu. They have history. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, they do. Oh, it's pages and pages of history. <laughs> if if they know the fifth one, the fifth one will be the, and then he'll do a sixth one and he has to face Britt Baker. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That I'll that I'll actually watch. Ooh, um but yeah, if they pull oh, that no. shit again. Yeah, I'm, yeah, so, I'm so angry already. If they were to do yeah, that, so part of me, part of me wants to see Cole win the title next week on TV. Well, that it's, shit it's a, never happens. It's a contender match, so I don't think it's for <laughs> oh, the title. Oh, okay. I would I have loved to see the stupid, surprise factor. Yes. Yeah, and maybe they'll call bullshit. The rematch the last, is a collision. <laughs> the last title match that where the title changed hand is when Moxley destroyed Punk and won the unified title. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So give me something like that that no one sees coming. That would be yeah. worth it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. No, I love. I mean, it was a great start. I'm already more invested than I am the the pillars because I love the pillars concept. But to me, it became a pretty much apparent that MJF's up here and the rest of those guys are a little bit greatest down wrestler here. in the world. Greatest you wrestler need in the world. you need a guy who can go toe to toe on the mic. Adam Cole's very good on the mic, so I thought that there was a great start Wednesday. We'll see what happens next Wednesday when they have this match, and, and maybe it'll be a <laughs> long thing through the summer. All right, I think on that note, we haven't done one of these in a minute. Uh, Jay, Back. we've got some questions from our, our friends and our listeners here. We've got a little mailbag. Mailbag. Mail uh, first one for Kevin. Ooh. We've heard about how your son loves Cody Rhodes. What wrestlers does he not like? Ooh, fun fact. I, uh, uh, just as a heads up. The wrestler he liked before Cody, where he cried when he lost. I can't remember. I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'll find out which, which match he lost and he cried. Fun fact. Oh, no. He cried when this wrestler lost against uh, Pat McAfee last year's SummerSlam, Baron Corbin. Wow. Okay. Oh, he cried over Corbin? He loved Corbin. He wow. loved Corbin. Uh, he, he, hated, he hated Roman for the longest time. Okay. Interesting. Bad guys. And then when we were watching wrestling, you know, multiple days a week, he, he loves, he, he doesn't love Roman, but he, he tolerates him now, but he just, yeah. he, he likes the good guys. Uh, this next one I will take. Why was last week's show only 30 minutes? There were so many other things you could have covered like battleground NXT TV, more on dynamite and the future of CM Punk Saturday nights, CM Punk on Saturday night collision. What the hell guys? Well, my iPad was uh, dying, so uh, but I'm sure my iPad could last longer than you with your wife, Tim. 
that's even your wow. real name. Oh. Uh, let's see the next question. Uh, this this is better. The subject length is perfect length. Love the shorter pod last week. Keep that up. Well, I think we're at like an hour and a half. So <laughs> <Shit. it's out. laughs> sorry, can uh, take it under consideration for future episodes. For Joe, since you talk about movies, if WWE is the MCU. What movie franchise would you consider AEW? DC. You think? I would say the no, Ernest, Ernest not DC. The Ernest one. <laughs> no, I would. Okay, fine. Ernest goes to wrestling. Ernest goes to wrestling. Tony goes to wrestling. If WWE is the uh, MCU, then AEW hey, would Tony. be the sci-fi originals. Oh, Sharknado. Oh. They would be Sharknado. So that could be okay. somewhat good and usually not somewhat good. It has yeah. its audience. Yes. It's yeah. popular, but it's not high quality. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, okay. At least I did something from this century, guys. <laughs> All right. So the next one is Has Matt Cardona burned out? You guys used to talk about him, whether Jason made fun of him or the other three enjoyed his work. He is really nowhere to be found. Do you think his uh, he is over? Wait, wait. Do you think he has overestimated his worth in the fact that he is not a signed contracted wrestler anywhere? I don't even think he's on impact anymore. So no, he's the so indie guy. Yeah. Brian, thoughts on uh, Matt Cardona? You think he's burned out? I don't know. He's he's got a nice partnership right now with uh, Steph Delanda or Delander. Excuse me. I don't know her that well enough to <laughs> use a Get her name right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she was a uh, Persia Parada on NXT 2.0, and uh, they they do some fun things online. Per like Matt tries to take like training seriously, and she's more about like you know, give me a drink and a smoke when they go to Disney. Um, I I've enjoyed. They've done some things online. I mean, I think there's still a bit of a shelf life with you can only kind of do so many different things with like the GCW crowd or whatever. But well, he's just copying everything that everyone else does anyway. He's- the guys well i know yes yeah but he should just end up back in nxt he's he's still yeah i I think he's doing some good things but you know ask me again six months i might have a different answer all right the next one does size matter not if the length of your last podcast means anything what was that about why even record if you're not going to talk about cm punk in depth and what his return means for the business AEW in the culture of self-entitled a-holes that get the world handed to them. <laughs> wow. Tell us how you really like, I thought feel. that was like a yeah. I thought that was like a pro CM Punky man. And then it he was like, yeah, it he was pro, but then like oh man, he'll <laughs> okay. turn at the well, end. Bravo. Go, to, go two emails back and get your answer, a-hole. Yeah. Um all right. So this one, this guy from Windsor, Jesus Christ. Oh, right across the uh, the river there. Six emails that replied to the previous. All right. Uh, this one's for me. You and Joe are usually against each other on the show, which is great, but I'm going to spin this on you. Name three things you like about Joe. You he did shows this up. Did you already do yeah. this? You did this one already. This oh. guy must have missed the last Oh, he re- yeah. Okay. Hold on. Oh, yeah. wait. All right. Okay. Fuck that one. Uh, Brian, I show the up. Same guy. I show it's up. the same guy, Tony from from Windsor. Um, you you have to either answer question one, 
or automatically answer number two? Which one do you want? Uh, let's go number one. Would you rather get KO'd by Butterbean or the stink maybe. face from Rikishi? This wow. team up doesn't even fucking make sense, but stink face, would you yeah. rather? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go, I'll go number two because Butterbean <laughs> can knock out a bitch. Get it? And, uh, get it? I you're go number oh, two. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes it even better. I'm still doing it. Yep. Shocking. Um, all right, Tony, that's way too many fucking things. We're deleting those. Um, let's go to this one. It's interesting. Um, with the PGA and Live Tour merging, oh, could yeah. this ever happen in pro wrestling? And who, what two organizations would you want to merge? Kevin. Wow, good question. Well, I usually, uh, most of the time, only watch two, and it will never happen. Uh, okay, uh, Joe. I would like to see WWE and Impact merge because oh, it would good. it would be it would help both companies out. It would give WWE Peacock Impact's uh streaming service and it would make Impact more of a like a uh an ECW type brand there. I don't think AEW would be terrible because we already had that with WWF and WCW. I I think it would be NXT and Impact. Um mm, Impact has quality talent but i think the i just think the mixture works uh brian you mm -hmm. got one you know i i don't see quite the connection the, the examples you guys have are fantastic so you know my head and, and it was thinking of like a wwe new japan oh, just okay. because of how different they are and yeah. like that would be kind of cool in that sense and i know triple h you know years ago talked about like i want to do nxt Mexico and NXT mm -hmm. Japan. And so I don't know if those plans will ever come to fruition, um, but I, I defer to your guys' choices. They're better than mine. I like this one. On yesterday, or well, I guess this was the day that Iron Sheik died. On the Pat McAfee show, uh, he while talking about Iron Sheik passing away, he said that they said a prayer for nobody to ever die again. <laughs> this is a would you rather would you rather nobody die again or nobody procreates again? So no more death or no more kids. Wow. Oh, because wow. if nobody dies, the world will always stay populated. Right. So Overpopulated because they'd have kids. But not in this if, scenario. But if they don't die, then they can't have kids. We're, yeah, we're, we're, would stuck. you rather nobody die or would you rather nobody ever have kids again? Yeah. I'm gonna be selfish. Let's party. I already got my <laughs> live <kids>. forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the choice. Live forever. Choice. So, those of you Joe, who want, want Joe, kids, you're out of luck. Are you computing this yet, Joe? Because you look really confused right now. No, I'm thinking because it's like they're both terrible choices, but that's what would, would you that's rather? That's a great is. fucking question, though. Oh, my great God. Great. Uh, Check back I, in next no, week. No, um, I, I just I I would go with the man. I'd go with the no one dies, even though I think it would be a population error. <laughs> so we're unanimous. Brian, did you yeah. did you say one? I did. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Nobody said, dies. No, if no one has kids, still I'm out kids. of work. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess we'll keep seeing Ric Flair's last match forever. <laughs> uh, this next one is entitled "New Intro." I love the new intro. 
I love the metal, fast-paced music, but why is Jason hardly in it? Now, uh, fact is, I produced it. I made the new intro. It's on our socials. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, you, If you're watching this, you saw it at the beginning of this show. Um, the fact of the matter is, uh, I'm not as selfish as a lot of people think that I am. Uh, Kevin is in the 16-second intro nine times. Uh, Brian and Joe are seven times. And uh, I'm in it five times. And the reason for that is everybody knows I'm the star of this show. You don't need me in the intro. Okay, so <laughs> I highlighted my friends and made them part, big parts of the intro. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a selfless guy. And, I, I, you know, my guys uh, do a lot for this show. So the least I can do is make the intro about them because the show is about me. Uh, there you go. Why did you guys get rid of the five count? Is it gone forever oh, or will you bring it back count. sometimes? I think you should bring it back for big events or have it be a YouTube only. Keep up the good work, even Joe. And this is from a guy named Sean. Um, we just got rid of it. Yeah. You know, times change. People evolve. Shows evolve. And we evolved. And we got rid of the five count. I'd be open to do maybe like a YouTube exclusive or a, you know, a TikTok exclusive. I don't know. Thoughts? Brian? I think for big yeah. events, I think it got too. I think it got too like gimmicky. We did everything towards the end. Yeah, we, exactly. Yeah, we ran yeah, out of it's stuff. time for a break and and doing it on every episode other than when we did pay per view ple previews. It just it ran its course. I'd I'd love mm-hmm. to see the final tally number of how many we did. But yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing to bring it back once every four yeah. to six months or something. Sure. And finally, from uh, Ryan, the barber, we reached out. Yeah. Where do you see Wheeler Yuta after the BCC? Pinning Kenny Omega was huge. I think he runs the BCC. Ooh, that's good. You know, whether it's the, the other guys retire, they get jumped out by a new group of younger talent that Yuta wants to raise up. Um, I love the BCC. I'm in. And uh, anybody else have a thought on Wheeler Yuta's future with or after the BCC? Sorry, Ryan. I altered your question a little bit. It's bright. Okay. I think he's going to be AEW's version of Randy Orton. Wow. Ooh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm wow. calling it now. It's wow. like, you know, he, it's Orton had evolution and basically I think legacy? He, he and legacy. I think Wheeler Yuta is going to be AEW's Randy Orton. God damn. And that's Can a we good clip thing. that. Jeez. That's awesome. Um, yeah. All right. Ryan came through. Um, what is your favorite historic wrestling artifact everyone would like to own? Ringside bells, ring used belts, ring used Ooh. boots, Rock's elbow pad, Hogan's headband, etc. I've always liked the look like of the million dollar belt. Ooh. Okay. That's just, it was so cool as a kid. It had fucking dollar signs on the belt. <laughs> yeah, come on. I, I love that. Off the top of my head, that's that's a, a big one for me. I would love uh, Hollywood Hogan's boots. The one that had the blue flames up the side. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you remember those. I do. Yeah. Uh, and I think one, I think the inside was him, like his, his pose. And yeah. then like it was the blue flames on the outside. Uh, Joe, you got one? Uh, I would like Scott Hall's denim vest from when he showed up oh, on WCW. Oh, Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Love that. That's what I would want. That is iconic. You know who I am? 
but you don't know don't why, know why I'm, here. I'm here. That's great. Uh, Kev, you got one? I, I, I'm I trying to think of anything. An autograph, yeah, Cody Waitbell! Cody Waitbell! Red Heart sunglasses from the front row. <laughs> no, I've uh, uh, I've watched some of the uh, uh, hunters right shows yeah. and like uh, uh, the most wanted treasures. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say you. hunters. Thank yeah. you, hunters. Most wanted treasures. I knew. So it's like the, the Roddy bagpipes would be amazing. Brett's Brett's just a a pair of his glasses. I I, I know I'm not very specific. Just like. Maybe maybe the ones that you know the screw job glasses would be pretty awesome. Either that or Sting's baseball bat from there. You the go. Days would be pretty. I, I have one last one, and then we can uh, close the mailbag for this week. When Triple H came back from that injury, the quad, the denim with the leather oh. jacket underneath. Now they were selling replicas, and they sell them now on Chalkline. Oh wow! But that jacket, the denim jacket with the leather vest, or or vice yeah. versa. It was, it was yeah. the leather jacket with the denim vest. Uh, great questions, Ryan the Barber. Um, yeah, man. It was uh, that's the mailbag for this week. Keep those questions coming. That WrestlePod at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on the DMs of social media uh, that that WrestlePod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at that wrestling podcast on YouTube. Perfect. And don't forget about whatamaneuver.net for your merchandise. <sighs> it's summer. Get some some tanks and some shirts. Enjoy. They make you look buff, according to yes. Kevin. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's not just a, a Zoom illusion. They'll do it for you. <laughs> Thanks was, for hey, listening. I'm not buff without it. Or, yeah. I, I, I have nothing. The, the, the tanks, it's true, makes you buff. Yeah. It, it's all good for us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Again, rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. We'll miss you, Bubba. And everybody, of course, as always, enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it! <laughs>